The Elvis and podcast is meant to be a parody of the rock and roll lifestyle and should not be taken seriously. Though the monologues are true accounts as told by some of Elvis's closest confidants, the scenes are improvised and completely fictional. In other words, if you use this information at your local quizzo, you'll not only lose, but likely be asked never to come back. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, oh. I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. Oh, oh. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. What was the first rock and roll supergroup? Was it Blind Faith? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? CSN and Sometimes Why? No. The first rock supergroup was formed in 1956. Like most supergroups, the formation was largely due to circumstance. And like most other supergroups, it ended just as quickly as it was formed. On December 4th of that year, rockabilly superstar Carl Perkins was hard at work in the studios of Sun Records with his backing band and producer Sam Phillips. Sitting in with Perkins on piano was a recent Sun Records acquisition, a young curly-haired wild man named Jerry Lee Lewis. Early in the session, Sun Records label mate Johnny Cash showed up to collect his paycheck. Before heading out the door to do a little Christmas shopping, Cash sat down in the control booth with engineer Cowboy Jack Clement and listened to the playback. Not long after Cash arrived, the Sun door swung open and in walked the biggest recording star in the country, Elvis Presley. With then-girlfriend Marilyn Evans in tow, Elvis was there to visit his old studio and say hello to Sam and the crew. Seeing Perkins, Cash, and Lewis hanging out, Elvis decided to join the fun. The impromptu jam session that followed consisted mainly of the rockers singing favorite spirituals, country tunes, and even some of their own hits. Knowing a good PR opportunity when he saw one, Phillips phoned the local paper. A photographer was dispatched, and minutes later, the now-famous shot of the four superstars singing around the piano was snapped. The next day, the photo appeared on the front page of the paper with the headline, Million Dollar Quartet. Although Clement and Phillips ran tape during this historic rock and roll summit, the public never heard the results until many years later. And even in its released form, the tapes are missing some of the quartet's finest moments. All right, well, that, that take sounded pretty good. Uh, hey, Jerry over there, how you, do, how you doing there, Jerry? Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it, it's pretty good, but we got to be really good, because I'm, uh, I'm Carl Perkins. As you know, I'm the number one man on the Sam roster. Well, we'll Almost. see about that. Did I say that out loud? Y you did. I'm going to take that as a compliment, and let's say, uh, start maybe uh, rolling again from the top. What, what do you think there? What, what should we do? Uh, uh, I don't know. Same song? That thing about the shoes you do? What color are those shoes again? Well, I've been, I've been thinking about it, and uh, you know, I've been trying to embellish it. Uh, maybe go a little bit purple, maybe, maybe a little bit red, but uh, I don't think I'm sticking with blue. Well, blue's what got you there, but why not do a nice leathery brown pair of shoes? Leathery brown. Let me see. Ever suddenly leathery brown. No, I think we're going to go with blue. I'm a little worried about uh, singing about the brown a little too much. Let me ask, what's your mindset? Do you think these shoes are sad? Are they sad shoes? No, that, that got me thinking. That got me thinking. Let me see. 
Sad shoes, uh, happy shoes, uh, tap shoes. What makes them so shoes? blue is my question. This is this is deep. I've been thinking about this a lot. It's got many layers. The shoes are blue, and they're also suede. And by suede, the suede part is blue, and that's also the blue of the suede that's part of the shoe. So you see it's a many different colored uh, thing. Oh, I see. I thought that was like a lingo you were using, and suede meant persuade, like you persuade someone and they blew you. We can go with that. I have persuade people who've blown me, and some of them have been leather or brown, but that's not really important right now. <laughs> from the top, we're going to go from the top. Uh, Scotty, you ready for me there, Scotty? Huh? Yeah, you say go. I'm not going to say go anymore. Fellas, this is Cowboy Jack Clement working the tape. I got to change the tape. You guys were talking about shoes for like 15 minutes and we ran out. So, Scotty, hold on. Y'all didn't have to be taping that part. you know. That was... Well, I don't know when the fuck the muse was going to move you, Mr. Shoe Salesman. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just run down to Blasky Brothers? And see if we can cut an ad. That's not a bad idea, a little cross-promotion. I gotta say, though, before I roll this tape again, blue suede shoes sound impractical. Especially since it rains a lot. Well, that's true. There's a lot of mud here in Memphis. Well, that's why it's gonna grab their attention. People gonna listen to the song, say, blue suede shoes, what the hell is that? I can't wear no blue suede shoes, but at least they're listening to the song. Also, I'm looking at the lyrics and it says, don't step on my blue suede shoes. And I'm like, you wear blue suede shoes in my neighborhood, they're gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, but they're not gonna step on them. That's true. So why don't you change lyrics to don't punch me in the face? How about everybody stop telling me what to do here? Because the shoes are blue, all right? That's final. I know I'm Carl goddamn Perkins, and I said the, the shoes are blue and suede, and there's many layers. There's layers to the shoe. Well, yeah, I assume, right? There's the suede layer, and then under that you got your shoe layer. Uh, I don't know, maybe cardboard? Is that what that made of? Scotty, what kind of shoes you wear? <laughs> well, kind of wearing the shoes that are going to walk my ass right the fuck out of the studio, because my time is money, and it's your money, and guess what? My first hour's up, and so far, all we've done is talk about this dickhead's Fucking shoes. Now, I want to play. Now, hold on a second, Scott. I noticed you're wearing cowboy boots, yet you refer to them as shoes. Yeah, that is kind of interesting, Scott. What's uh, what's going on with that there? One, two, three. Oh, God. I got to change tape again. This one's getting low. Wee-oo. Wee-oo. Oh, that's my uh, asshole alarm. Oh, that's it. I found the right place. Well, holy shit. Look who it is over here. It's just Johnny Cash, if I'm not mistaken. He's wearing some black shoes. God damn, the whole thing's black. Look at him, man. That's right. I have a themed existence. What's up, shitbirds? We're just cutting this here song I wrote. It's a good song. I'm pretty sure we're going to take this one uh, straight up to number one. Back up a little bit. I think Elvis already recorded this, didn't he? And I think you did, too. That's Why are like... we recording and rewriting it, then? That's kind of all I got, okay? Well, hold on. There's an idea. You want to do a sequel to your song, why don't we write about the other shoe? Oh, you mean we write about what's on the right foot? Absolutely. You got your blue suede shoe on your left foot. What are you wearing on the right? I would assume another blue suede shoe, because you don't want to look like you're soft in the head. Well, perhaps somebody stepped on your previous blue suede shoe, and it was damaged so badly you couldn't wear it. Well, now, I did expressly tell them not to do that. It doesn't seem like someone would disobey me, right? I mean, you, you don't think anyone would disrespect me like that, do you, jo Johnny? Uh, Jack, this is some horse shit. You got the check back there, because I got to go. Oh, let me look around here. Sam got it in the drawer somewhere. You guys want Chinese later? I found a menu. Well, listen, since you're here, Johnny, why don't you all sit down and uh, maybe pick up a guitar and uh, we'll get together, you know, do a little recording, just kind of off the dome. Off the dome? We could do Black Suede Shoe. Let's see what happens. 
kind of sick of singing about shoes. Uh, I've actually already ill hearing about them for the last 30 minutes. Well, you, you're not going to like my new album, man. That's, uh... I wasn't going to like it anyway. <laughs> it's called Carl Perkins' Strange Things Afoot. Did I use that joke in a previous episode? I don't I, think so. I don't that's, that's, a that's, a, that's a winner right there. Scotty, why don't you step aside and let Johnny take your guitar? That's probably a bad idea. Johnny only knows like two chords and half of a third. The fuck you talking about? Uh, Scotty, though, I am going to take this guitar. Why don't you go ahead and take ten? You know what? <laughs> I will. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, and I'm going to stream up and down the street, and you guys are all a bunch of shitheads. Here's my fucking guitar. Yeah, I'm already at the fucking door. Shit. Oh, shit. I was going to ask him to pick me up a cowboy coffee. What do you got, Perkins? Well, uh, I've been I've been working on a, a theme that I've been trying to develop, sort of a walking theme. Cause sometimes a running theme. It's uh, well, you should probably stay clear of walking because that's Johnny's territory. He's walking lines and things. It, it's about shoes, all right. God damn it, the, the song's about shoes. You do remember Elvis sang the song better than you, right? Had a big year hit with it. Well, 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 no, I I actually had that song go up to number two, I think, and uh, number two, Lewis, you know what I'm talking about, right? He was right, number two, duty. I thought I smelled your sideburns, my musk. That's my Memphis musk, man. Hey, how's it going, boys? Elvis Presley, how the hell are you? I'm good. I figure I'd uh, come slumming, you know, check out the old swamp pit where I used to record. Now I'm recording in Nashville and the RCA Studios, the beautiful, luxurious RCA Studios. Now I come in here and this looks like a goddamn uh, rec room for a bunch of uh, silly bastards. This is where you made your bones. Made my bones and then I, uh... Oh man, I got nothing. I feel like the king of rock and roll is getting a little soft on us, boys. Can't even be quick with a dick joke anymore. Well, man, maybe I'm just more refined, a little upscale, man. You're growing up, he's maturing. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm like 23 or something. Hey, what color are them shoes you got there? Uh, these are Italian leather. They're black. Uh, Johnny would probably dig them. They're comfy as hell, man. I'll tell you one thing. Somebody step on them. They ain't gonna step on them because they're like those shoes are like a work of art, man. And I ain't gonna step on that shit. And uh, all I need to do is get a little, you know, shoe shine, a little brush. I'll shine that up, and uh, I don't have to worry about putting a protector on with that, like that suede bullshit. Well, hold on a second. What? You think anyone here believes you shine your own shoes? I don't shine my shoes, man. You know who shines my shoes. Oh, oh, I, you're talking about them, uh... All right, boys. <laughs> All right. I would love nothing more to get my goddamn paycheck and leave. But if we could, at any point, transition away from talking about all your goddamn shoes. That's a million-dollar idea you got right there. So, Presley, since you're all grown up and mature now, do you happen to write any of your own goddamn songs? Oh, yeah, man, I I've been writing lots of songs, man. You know that song, Don't Be Cruel? I wrote that. I mean... What's your process when you write these songs, Elvis? Well, first I hire a guy to write the songs, and then I kind of more of an idea man. He'll come in, and he's like, you know, hey, there's a song, here's some lyrics, and I'm like, I don't like that, man. Let's change it to this. Mm -hmm. And uh, like his his was originally he was like he was, he was don't be unfair, and I was like that is not gonna be a hit record. Why don't we just say don't be cruel? And they slap my name on there. I'll take 80% of your royalties. How's that? Yet, when you recorded Carl's song, you sung it verbatim. Actually, he sung it word for word. It wasn't verbatim. Oh, my bad. I did, but uh, here's the thing, man. Like, you know, putting my hand over my mouth so Carl can't hear this. Oh, but, yeah, I know. 
I felt bad for him. You know, I wanted to throw him a couple of shekels, so I figured I'd just sing it. A couple of bones, if you will. A couple of bones, yeah, that's it, man. Anyway, I just felt so bad for him. I mean, look at him. He's pathetic. He's all he's got is these fucking shoes. Well, no shit. That's why I'm sitting here playing the piano for him. Why don't we just record the next song the guy's got, and he'll be able to, you know, show his face at Christmas dinner. I kind of wish you hadn't taken your hand away from your mouth, because I heard everything you just said. Well, I got my hand on the keyboard. I can't cover my mouth. That's true, man. He's he's ready at any moment to just start slamming on that shit. Here goes one. Oh, man. Oh, that's catchy. Right? You like that? I do. I think that was uh, Beethoven, if I'm not mistaken. He rolled over, didn't he? How about roll over Beethoven, boys? Ooh, I kind of like that. Guys, come on. You know, that's a song already. Is that not what we're doing? I thought we were just jamming. Oh, I thought you meant you were just going to take that song and put your name on it. I mean, I like that idea, but... It's right up your alley. I think it might already be too late. All right, so you're thinking we should just put some bullshit together for Carl, kind of... Hold on, I'm going to cover my mouth this time. I'm going to keep staring right at him. Johnny can hear through hands over mouths. It's his superpower. It's my next song, Hands Over Mouths. Yeah, you know what? You got a guitar, Johnny. Why don't we yeah. just come on? What key should I put that in? Let me try here, a little right. something. I don't think it matters. It's Johnny. That sounds terrible. Let's try that again. All right, how about this? All right, now, uh, Hands Over Mouths. Let's uh, let her rip. Is Hand Over Mouth a spiritual? Or is this more like a country honky-tonk? What is this? Uh, I think we're about to find out. Still running tape on this cowboy? Oh, you better believe it. I'm actually doing some Les Paul shit. And I'm bouncing tapes off each other and overdubbing. We should probably turn it into a spiritual, though, right? I mean, it's the season for something. Oh, yeah. Oh, my lord. I couldn't sing until you put your hand over my mouth. But his hand's on your mouth. How, you, how, how the hell are you going to Well, it's only for like a goddamn second. He's like, hi-ya. And it's like, but I can speak now. I thought it was mental singing. Oh, maybe it is. Like he's singing with his heart and his mind. Can you sing with your heart? That's kind of that's kind of weird. Well, you can. <laughs> gotta have one first. Uh, someone just outed himself. Well, my shoes got a tongue. <laughs> well, no, if they're slip-ons, they probably don't got a tongue. Uh, that's right? true. They just got a vamp. A, a, a vamp? A vamp. This part of goddamn shoes called. You don't a vamp. know what a vamp is? <laughs> you ever see one of Elvis' shows? It's ninety percent vamp. <laughs> Coming at you, 705 in the drive time. Hey, be careful out there on the boulevard. We got a big hit coming to me right now. It's from a super group of Million Dollar Quartet. That's Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis. Pow! Coming at you, 706. Meanwhile, in the halls of just us. Guys, can we kick Perkins out of this? Well, hold on. Are we having a super group band meeting? Yeah, and he's here. I'm not covering yeah, I, my I just, mouth. I no, I'm not either. That. I'm hearing everything you say, boy. I actually got this whole damn thing started. Now I'm the one who invited y'all in here to be a part of the super team. Yeah, and he's the only one that knows how to use the television monitor so we can see all the crimes. That's true, and I gotta tell you, this apartment of yours, it's a little lackluster. You, you think so? You think I should uh, do some of the walls? Yeah, you could dandy up them walls if you wanted to. Hmm. Okay, all right. Maybe, well, uh, let me think. Uh, butterfly, no. Some sort of color or shape, no. Floral prints. Floral prints are in this time. Man, of year. what is with you boys and floral prints, man? Perkins, read the minutes. All right, here, let's see. Last time uh, we stopped a crime where uh, a couple of Mexicans were walking down the street. We took care of that pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't sit right in my crawl as I continued to think about that. I think they were just on their way to get lunch. 
Yeah, it's also kind of weird that Mexicans wander around Memphis. I mean, that's more of a Texas thing, ain't it? I probably shouldn't have punched the one right in the throat before I asked them what they're doing. See, I don't even think they were Mexican. I think they were Italian. They were wearing suits, and they weren't saying ole. They were saying uh, scusi. Now, let's see what else, what else we do. Uh, there, there was a giant meteor that was uh, heading for Memphis, and then you guys insulted me and put my head in the toilet. I think you said there's a giant meteor heading to Memphis, and I said, yeah, hand over mouth is going to hit number one by the end of the week. You told that joke, and then we neglected to stop the meteor, and 8,000 people were killed. Oh, even 8,000 people in Memphis? 1956? Oh, was it Memphis? I thought we said Texas. No, we, we said Memphis, goddammit. It's right here no, in the Oh, so Mexicans are Texas. Goddamn, keep up, Jerry Lee. You got 18-year-old pussy on your brain. We have to all commend Jerry Lee on creeping up the age bracket. I do applaud yeah, you for yeah, that. Very, very Actually, you get the kudos of the week award for getting a girl who's legal. Well, she's Memphis legal. It's not the same as anywhere else. Jerry. That is a good name for your next album, Memphis, Memphis Legal. Jerry Lee Lewis, oh, yeah. Memphis Legal. Yes. Right. Well, I just think we need to step up our game and up our visual presence. People got to know that we're out here for real business here. We got a couple pieces of new business. Uh, one kind of lends itself to what Johnny was talking about, our visual presence, and that's... We need to have a uniform. That's true, but I goddamn tell you, one hand's gonna go up like immediately, and he's gonna suggest fucking blue suede shoes. And you just need to put that right at the top. No more goddamn blue suede shoes. They're not practical for superhero they are not. Uh, You cannot run in those things. And suede just can't handle all the weather. No, man, it's not good in the weather, and it do not breathe well, man. I got an idea now. This is kind of crazy, but what about if y'all wear the black shoes and just one of us? Where's the the blue suede shoes? Only, only one. It could be any any one of us. Well, hold and, on. And uh, maybe that's me. I think if we take the word uniform, it means that everyone's uniformly assembled. King over here has been wearing a cape since day one before we even had superpowers. Oh, man. Yeah. And he defaults to white. I don't mind if he wants to be all white. I prefer to wear my all black. Yeah, it's like yin and yang. You know, we're like rangers out there. Yeah. With, with our powers. Oh, damn right, man. My power is I can change the law as I see fit at that moment. You also have super speed. And what I mean by that is Dr. Nick hooks you up with some super speed. Well, at this point, I'm doing a lot of trucker speed, actually. And you're also a real quick fuck. Well, that's because when your dick bleed, you don't got time to give it time. I also am not exactly sure how Johnny knows that, and I don't want to know. I fucked a girl in front of him, because I like it when the boys watch sometimes. I like to, right after I do my business, I like just to get a high five. So uh, maybe if there's a fellow around, it's like, hey, uh, hi-ya. High five. Now, is that part of your superpower or just your thing? That's just my thing, man. Carl, what do you think besides blue suede shoes? You can't walk around with your dick hanging out. I just want to know what it's like fucking a girl. Can you guys... uh... That was pretty good. I mean, yeah. You know, like when you take a really good shit? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it comes out your dick. God, shit comes out your dick. No, no, it doesn't. That's a superpower. It's like the sensation of a good shit, but it comes out your penis. All right. And it's better. I think Perkins with the blue shoes, fuck it, you're going to wear blue shoes. You probably can go faster with those shoes on. So you're like the Flash, but like dopier. I'm not fast, but they give me the power to leap tall buildings. But they wish they'd help you leap the charts, huh? Oh, man. Zing. Burn. That's a, not a superpower. That's just a regular power of Johnny's. Look, you want to wear your blue suede shoes, you want to step on a nail and get a tetanus shot and all that? I don't give a shit. Go ahead, man. Jerry Lee, what, what color are you going to wear? I was thinking something rainbow, maybe red? One of your greatest abilities is to get yourself into the younger communities. That's right. Oh, I can sneak right. into you high schools even... unseen. But red, people might think you're communist. Maybe if you mix it with yellow and it's like a flame. Oh, I like this. Because you do have the ability to set things on fire, too. That's right. I have these uh, orbital shapes that I shoot out of my fingertips. Yeah, man. What would you call them? They're they're some sort of uh, grand, round, 
Dragon fingers. I like it, dragon fingers. Let me write that down. One more piece of new business before we adjourn and stop crime, because I can see on the monitors there's a lot of crime happening. Last week, King, you were on tour. Yeah. The three of us voted to open another chapter up north in the Canadian provinces. So uh, somebody's uh, coming in over the comm link right now who's going to be leading that, and that is, of course, Robert Goulet. Oh. Well, why? Well, why? Well, I mean, we voted. You could have sent a proxy, but you didn't send anyone to proxy your vote. Well, goddamn, I was torn around. I was stopping crime in different states. And Why are we meddling in Canada, anyway? There's a lot of crime in Canada. Well, there's a lot of crime in here. America first, man. Well, I might go number one in Canada, though. That's true. Yeah. Carl's yeah. ripping up them charts in that's Canada. Right, that's right. Well, that's because they speak French. The language of bullshit. Anyway, King, all your differences aside, he's a great man to have up north to help us out. You ever spend time with that son bitch? You don't want to, man. Here he is on the comm link. Can you hear us? Are you guys talking? Well, there goes that idea. Oh man, I paid 20 bucks for that thing, man. God damn, man. Boys, I don't know what got into me. I just saw that face and it's me. Instantly reached from a gun. You still using a gun with your superpowers? I'm using several guns, man. I may be fast, but Mr. Bullet here is faster. Makes a point. Well, hold on. I wonder who's faster. Johnny, you think you can outrun a bullet? No. Well, all right, then. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was a rare uh, moment of humility there, Johnny. Uh, I got appropriate. I know my weaknesses. and <laughs> Bullets are one of them. Now, you can shoot me, and I'll time travel back before I was shot. That sounds like a song, Johnny. Uh, is that going to be in, like, parentheses? It's like, you can shoot me. And in parentheses, but I'll travel back in time and stop the bullet. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. one of the parentheses songs. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Man. They're big in Canada. They like them. Oh. What are we thinking? Spiritual? Oh, absolutely. Jesus loves a good song about time travel. And shooting people. Hi, I'm Cowboy Jack Clement. You guys, I'm just mopping up. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> I gotta like that door. in the drive time. I don't know if you folks have heard, but <laughs> we're probably going to die. There's a meteor headed here. So let's go out with a bang. Here's a song by not Carl Perkins, because you don't want the last thing you hear to be Carl Perkins. Here's Don Ho with Tiny Bubbles. Godspeed, everyone. Quick, Perkins, park over there. All right. Here we are. All right. Out of the million dollar Corvette. Cor yeah. Yep. It is now. We got to get a bigger car, man. I don't know. This is a nice pussy wagon. Yeah, I got like a wrench up my asshole or something from this trunk. I don't know how you guys make me sit in the back seat and drive. But right now, we got to stop a meteor. I can see it with my supervision. It's coming. All right, guys, let me just see if I can jump up real high and get a better... What? All right, while he's up there, we're voting him out, right? Absolutely. Oh, goddamn right, man. This is his last mission. Look, let's hope we can stop the meteor, but maybe a little nugget, a little break off, and just like... Go down his windpipe. Shit, here he comes. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw it, man. It's, it's coming. Well, thank you, fucking Mycroft Holmes, for letting us know the obvious. Ooh, well read. <laughs> Jerry Lee, could your fireball power counteract the meteor? Do you think you could at least maybe melt it or break it apart so it comes in a little itty-bitty meteors or something like that? All right, here we go. Ready? Ah! Cover your mouth. Oh, man. Whew. I see that meteor coming. It's coming right out of face. And if we don't stop, it's gonna blow up this place. Oh, I saw that meteor coming right in Memphis town. And if we don't stop it, it's gonna take us down. 
I want a credit on that song. I came in at the end. Okay, fair enough, man. But guys, I've been traveling around with this Nagra tape recorder, and I got that. So if we all live, Johnny, I think you got a hit. Well, look, I, I see them fireballs that he just shot up there. They, they broke that meteor in four different parts. Please let one of those parts hit Carl Perkins. You did Dear not Lord. cover your mouth, and he clearly heard that. My hands were in prayer. I think uh, he just wished for me to have a hit with my next song. I Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's... Very nice. Oh, man. Everybody take a piece. All right. Well, Please. it's very hot. Hold on a second. Which one of them do you think is the youngest? I think if you want the youngest, it's probably the smallest, right? That's usually the case. I'm on it. Here I go. Uh, now, Perkins, which one of them looks like it just keeps happening over and over again and it can't be original enough to make another one? Oh, it's that blue piece right up there. I'll You're go. on it. Here I go. That's one for the meteor. That's two for the meteor. Three to get ready. I'm jumping. Johnny, I think you should take the one that looks like the guy you once shot in Memphis just to watch him die. Absolutely, and I'm going to shoot him right in his goddamn face and we're all going to watch him die. I'm going to get the one that looks like a hamburger. Our heroes jump into action to defeat the meteor. Jerry Lee Lewis uses his great balls of fire to incinerate what's left of his piece. Carl Perkins bores his to death, singing blue suede shoes over and over. That's one for the meteor. That's two for Meteor. Johnny Cash never even needs to pull out his gun. He just stares down the meteor and scares the shit. And Elvis. Fucks it till his dick bleeds. It's a hamburger. Man, I don't fuck hamburgers. Same difference. Later, the mayor presents our heroes with the key to the city. Well now, boys, y'all saved this city real good. I'm going to proud of y'all, and I'm going to present you with the key. Well, thank you, Mayor Leghorn. I think on behalf of the Million Dollar Quartet, we thank you. But uh, you got one key or four of us, man. We got to share this on, bitch? Yeah, can we make copies? How's that work? Yeah, I'm going to go down to the hardware store, uh, make three copies here of this key. Uh, just two. That's fine. We only need three in total. Yeah, that's true. So just two. Are you guys kicking out Jerry Lee? Well, if I just said three, why would they... Yeah, he's not volunteering himself out of this thing. It's still Perkins. What a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, guys, they're all staring at us. We're still on the podium. We expecting y'all to make a, make a statement and we got, got a speech that all we're to do? Why don't we just let Perkins do it and then we sneak away while he's talking? Oh, that's a good idea. We go down to uh, Rendezvous and get some ribs. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah, me and me and the boys here, we uh, we just we just want to say we we like the city and uh, we're we're just glad we could do. By the way, since I have y'all attention, I got this song. It goes a little like this. Uh, hey, Scotty, you here? Inexplicably. All right, here we go. Well, that's a one for the money, a two for the show. A meteor came and it started to snow everybody. Later, back at the Justice League headquarters, after changing the locks... Well, boys, it looks like Carl Perkins is out, and we took his home. Yeah, and you know what? I'm having a laugh looking out this window, watching him trying to get into the lock with that giant fucking key. I guess it's time we induct a new member. It's still supposed to be four of us. It is a quartet, so, uh... We'd have to change the name otherwise. Yeah, and we already got that MDQ written all over everything, monogram. That's right, our towels and everything. Yeah. Gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you 
our newest member, Eddie Cochran. Hi guys, how you doing? I, I really like to be a part of this uh, this quartet here. Um, I have a song yeah, yeah, that uh, I think it might be a good, you know, uh, I, it's it's about uh, uh, blue. It's about the, uh, the, oh, the, the blue Christ, thing. Man. All right, it's well, it's not really about blue, but it's kind of about blue. It goes, uh, you know, there's because there really ain't no cure uh, for the the blues. I thought maybe that could be our theme song. You know what? Fuck this. Let's just go solo. Agreed. Clack. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, oh. I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. Oh, oh. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. 